Welcome to the Radical Flow podcast. My name is Angela. Radical Flow is flow that's on a mission, and that mission is to create a much better reality for us all. Welcome to episode 14. I just finished recording the flow attunement for our weekly flow tribe, uh, Wednesday attunement. This is a guided uh, meditation, relaxation, and an energetic um, attunement, basically, is what it is. And it's something that our flow tribe enjoys weekly. So um, the flow tribe, just to catch you up, is our online practice portal where we basically mobilize energy and move it through the body. So anyway, I just finished recording this and it just inspired me so much to pick up the mic and start talking to you about your intentions. Now, New Year's, of course, is coming. It's already mid-December and we're looking at 2021 getting into the rearview mirror pretty fast and we're heading towards 2022. And always these are times for us to reflect on what has passed and what is forward. And I think lately a lot of people are having a hard time drumming up enough enthusiasm and motivation to look forward and try to make any kind of plan. And so I kind of want to introduce a more expanded way of looking at that. So in this attunement that I just recorded, I dropped everybody into the particles in their body. So if you are to think of us as humans being a collection of particles inside a field of space, which is what we are on a quantum level, then there's also a presence or an awareness that exists within us. You call it our soul, our spirit, our consciousness, our awareness. And so one of the things that I'm seeing and believe quite fully is that a lot of the triggerings that we're experiencing, a lot of the, the uncomfortableness in our body, a lot of the tensions, a lot of the jumpiness, a lot of the um, you know, walking in rooms and suddenly feeling off but not knowing why, a lot of that is not really coming from the external world. In other words, our environments outside of us are not necessarily where all of our triggering is coming from. Instead, I propose this. What if our awareness, our soul, our consciousness is interfacing more deeply into ourselves? What if we're waking up more fully inside our bodies? What if the light of consciousness is illuminating the particles of form and we're literally shining a flashlight on things that have been buried and unknown or unconscious or subconscious? And what if our jumpiness, our discomfort, our reactionary system that happens when we're triggered what if our triggering is coming from that interface, from our awareness touching us from the inside? Isn't that a cool idea? If you take that a little farther 
and you think about what's going on now through the lens of the mass awakening concept, this is what it would mean. It would mean that somehow our awareness is illuminating what we're made of. And when we become aware and focus on what we're made of, we start creating with it. Meaning that same old adage, where you put your focus on your thoughts and your emotions creates your reality. So what if, what if our awareness and our consciousness is lighting up the totality of what we hold in our particles. And our particles are reacting with thoughts and emotions in our triggering patterns. And we are broadcasting that out into the world and beginning to create and co-create a reality that is literally the bloom of everything we're made of. And then as our reality gets created, we then react from the external environment and trigger the same loop again. And now we've got perpetual triggers and reactions creating and creating the same thing. It would explain why we're seeing so much of repetitive history blooming into form. I mean, we're seeing things we haven't seen in decades starting to happen in real time. It's coming from something, some seed somewhere that holds this way of being, this, this trajectory is germinating, sprouting, and blooming, and creating more seeds. But what if what's really initiating this is actually the interface of our consciousness, our soul, with our tissues. Kind of cool idea. What if we could get ourselves to be a little more relaxed and a little more open to that interface? You know, like a hand sliding itself into a glove. If the glove jumped every time it felt the hand, and contracted and got tense, it would be really hard for the hand to get into the glove, right? So what if our bodies are just like the glove? And what if we could get our brilliant human minds to see this possibility and practice relaxing and allowing those triggers to touch us? Because the beautiful thing about consciousness or awareness or your soul or your spirit or whatever word you want to use, the beautiful thing is that it's completely neutral. It has no judgment, no preference. It has no aversion. It doesn't want to avoid. It has no craving or addiction, no attachment. It's just pure presence. It's pure love and it's pure truth. Pure love is unconditional, meaning without condition. When we tell ourselves we love, but we have conditions, it's not really love. It's more like preference or even craving, attachment. But true love, pure love, is without condition. It just is. 
just like pure truth has no illusion to it. It just is. Our human bodies are collections of truth and love that's flowed through human tissues and become colored and conditioned by the actual information we hold. And so this brings me to the next part. When you think about what you're made of, your particles, vibrating and free-floating in space, and you think about them, they're really information, and they're actually in a formation, which is kind of cool. But it's information, where did it come from? Well, it came from your genetics, for starters. And your genetics, where did they come from? Well, they came from your ancestors. And your ancestors stretch back all the way to the origin of humanity, wherever that is. And so when you think back from the origin of humanity through every one of your ancestors forward, right into your own body, you contain an enormous amount of information about just being human. The story of your lineage is encoded in your body. And then when you think about those ancestors from the point of origin, passing life and environment and stories and experiences and heartaches and victories and you know good times and not so good times, passed forward through learnings and attitudes and behaviors, all of that, all of that memory is also in your body. You are the totality of one of the most largest encyclopedias of the humanity of your lineage. You hold that book, the whole amount of information. And not just that, but now you're writing your information in. From the moment that sperm and egg met, to the cells dividing, to your baby body being formed, to your delivery, to that first breath, and to every bit of information that you have experienced and absorbed is written into your form. And when you listen to the sound of my voice and you hang in the presence of the edge of my voice, you're standing at the very next line of a blank page in the book that you're writing. Now, we know that our human little eyes, I call them selves, are, our human selves are built on repetition. We're built on the idea that we adopt a pattern and we loop it. This keeps our cells functioning, this keeps all our body processes functioning, and it keeps us being able to be similar moment to moment. And so we learn things and we just roll them out in front of us in a trajectory that's kind of got motion and, you know, it's perpetual, right? We're just moving along. And so when you think about how far back you go and all of the information that's in motion moving forward through time and the trajectory that you're on moving forward. And then you imagine this illumination of your awareness now more deeply penetrated into every cell of your body. 
lighting up this information, bringing it to the surface for you to see and watching you autopilot react this information in similar ways as your ancestors would have. You can see why we're driving a reality that we're driving. But it's different now. And it's different because of you. Because of all of us. Because we're the generation that's waking up inside this momentum of creative information that's heading down a track. And because we're waking up, it's like a train that's on a track with no conductor. Suddenly, someone drops into that you know, driver's seat and is able to actually start to steer where that train's going. And maybe the train track analogy isn't the most perfect, but you get what I mean. We're waking up in the leading edge of the story that we are writing. And so with that much momentum and that much power behind us, instead of looking back at where we've come from and feeling hopeless in the trajectory we're going or feeling powerless in the trajectory we're going, what if we turned around and took our seat in that leading edge of our own story and made a conscious choice of where we would like to see it go. Now maybe you think to yourself, oh, but I'm just one person, so how can I make a difference in this wave of all of humanity heading in these directions? Well, it's simple. One person who is totally accepting of what is behind them what they're made of, where they've come from, what they're creating in this moment, in this trajectory. One person that can accept the truth of what is and still focus toward what's possible has the power to start turning and shifting the trajectories that we're on. And when one person starts to do that, and other people start to see and feel, they remember that they can do it too. And pretty soon, you've got a whole bunch of people waking up inside their own unfolding story, connecting to their pure, whole, neutral, complete, true self, their awareness, their consciousness, waking up inside their own selves feeling and working with the reactions that are arising within them and making their own sovereign choices as to what trajectory they would like to see their life and their contribution to the bigger picture. And the more of us that start steering this leading edge of what is unfolding and being created, the sooner we're gonna turn that trajectory towards a reality that is so good for us all. Now, a lot of people get so disillusioned because, I mean, look around, the world is a little wacko right now and people are scared and we're caught in our conditioning. And so it can sometimes seem overwhelming or daunting to think that anything we do could make a difference. 
but I know you're listening and you're resonating with this in a way where you know that you do have the capacity to be okay with what you're made of, to be grateful for this opportunity to be alive right now in the driver's seat of what's being created with a heart that is connected to the whole, beautifully in resonance with the whole. Our little eye, human egoic minds, with our collection of information we've inherited and learned, will not see the new possibilities because it's built to loop what it knows. And that's great because that's what's keeping us in motion. And all our little eye needs is to relax and open into the trust of that bigger self, that conscious, aware, neutral, present, live streaming self. And when that interface is made, when that hand firmly seats itself in the hole of the glove, when the glove stops fighting the interface and fully opens and accepts that complete coming into full merge and sync, we will be able to take this reality anywhere we want to go. And it's happening. It's happening. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Radical Flow podcast. If you are enjoying this podcast, I would love it if you would share it and let's get it out. And if you want to learn how to train in Radical Flow, then visit us at radicalflow.ca and we'll show you what we've got going. All right, until next time, We'll see you in the flow.